the views or positions of any entities they represent or that of the program, its presenters, hosts, directors or other team members. This show is intended for audiences aged 23 and older. This production and its digital copies contain content of an adult nature. If you are easily offended or are under the age of 18, this show is not intended for you. The posts, pages and recordings within are intended for adults only and may include descriptions of scenes of sexual content, suggestive opinions, detailed discussions and graphic topics. Listener discretion is advised. Passionate pollies and sultry swingers, it's time for Lola's Lifestyle Lectures on your favorite seduction station, Lust FM, for the lustful listeners. Good evening, my thoughts after a brief delay. We are finally live with a second spin-off of Lola's Lessons, Lola's Lifestyle Lectureships. Yes, all you non-monogamous folk out there, we are here for you this evening, and we are going to be teaching you a couple of brilliant tricks and flicks to spice up your intimate relationships. We are on air this evening with the dashing devilish diva. But before we get to devilish and our gorgeous co-host, let's Lola just start off by mentioning our endorsement site, the COF. Lola's favorite friends at the Council of Fantasy. The Council of Fantasy is a lifestyle oriented community catering for BDSM lifestylers and everybody that's a little bit curious about sex and sex education and spicing up their intimate relationships. We host events in all spectrums and everything that is safe, sane and consensual. Um, we are an all-inclusive community and the only shame we shame is shame itself. One of the main focuses of the COF is education, and not just in BDSM, but in sex positivity, lifestyle positivity, mind positivity, and body positivity. So guys, if you haven't joined the COF just yet, where the hell have you been? Come on, get your asses up, and get clicking. www.counciloffantasy.co.za, you can find us there. We've also got a WhatsApp community. I mean, there's an education group. There's a lifestyle group, there's a BDSM group, there's a women empowerment group. If you're not there, you're definitely square. And that being mentioned, tonight is the second spin-off of Lola's Lessons. Everybody loves Lola's Lessons just as much as Lola loves the lots of you, yes. So the lifestyle lectureship is something that we've created for all of the non-monogamous folk because everybody knows Lola loves her friends that classify as swingers. That's exactly why Lola's decided that the absolute perfect co-host for this specific spin-off um, episode or season is going to be none other than my BFF and partner in crime. I mean the dashing, daring, and dangerously sexy <laughs> devilish diva. Devilish, welcome back, baby. Hello, everyone. I hope you all missed me as much as I've missed you all. 
I mean, have you missed being on air? I've missed it. Have you not missed me? I don't think so because I've got... <laughs> listen, I've been keeping them company with a lot of exciting episodes, haven't you noticed? But you've missed them and that's I've missed enough. them so much. Have you missed me? I've missed you a lot. Don't no. lie because you see me every other day. <laughs> <laughs> listen, singer, is it necessary to lie to the listeners again? Listen. Listen, listen. Can 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 we can we before before Lola cuts me off and she cuts my mic off? Can we just can we just ensure that uh, there's a reminder that my boyfriend search is still on, right? Oh, geez, there right, we go. right, I mean, right. This applications apply within. Apply within. They apply with Lola. Don't forget, they apply with Lola. Always, always. And I'm not, I'm not easy to get by. Right? Do they know this? No. The, the, well, well, they're gonna find out, right? They're gonna find out. And only what's it? Only the what's the, only the brave for survive. What is the what's Only saying? the brave survive. Yeah. Only the good die young. <laughs> so, listeners, if you guys are wondering who that voice is in the background, it's none other than Mr. James, the second partner of Malola's favorite couple. And I mean favorite couple because really they are one of my favorite couples. Debbie and James, Mrs. and Mr. Twosome for fun. Good evening, guys, and welcome back. Thank you. How's Thank it? you, Lola. Good to be here. Hello, everybody. So, guys. Well, should we say welcome here? Oh, welcome but, but listen, yes. did, y'all, did y'all miss me? We did. We did. Thank you. Uh, I'm so glad somebody missed me. You just want to be loved. I know. Without you. <laughs> I want to be lusted. I don't want to be loved. <laughs> Thank just you. doing a show anyway. I want to be lusted. Oh, well, I saw something on the other group that was saying something about somebody sitting on someone's lap. <laughs> no, you, you were supposed to, you were supposed to sit on the sitting That's my Just check. <laughs> this evening we're broadcasting from two Sim for Fun's living room. I mean, this is a gorgeous living room. It but. is. I want to know how much fun has been had in this living room. Ooh, that's too much. Too much We are sitting. Listen, you know we're sitting in celebrity living yes, room. Yes, I know. Do we realize yes, it? Yes, I know. Don't you feel so honored? I am absolutely. I'm super honored. Yes. Like I've got goosebumps. Oh my gosh! Should we charge an entrance fee? <laughs> <laughs> Not for us. You can charge for everyone else. But 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 we family, right? And we are, we are family. We're supposed to be swinger family. Yes, I mean, yes, we teach yes. sex education. So, I mean, also we've got nuts, but they gave us nuts. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> How brilliant is that? So this evening we are doing some, a little something called historically successful swinging. And what does that mean? Statistically swinging. Sorry. It's, it's, it's historical statistics. <laughs> Yes, we've had a couple of drinks of vodka. Don't blame us. So this evening we are looking at swinging in the most purest form. I mean, we're going back to basics, guys. We are talking about non-monogamy in the best form possible because we are going to break it down for you all. Because during this season, we are going to be hearing a lot of specific terms, specific yes. terminologies, something that's completely different than your normal sex education on Lola's Lessons. So we need to tell you guys what all of these um, terminologies mean before we even start teaching yes. these lessons, right? I mean, what was that term that we threw out a little bit earlier? Gosh, there were compersion. so many of them. Compersion. Compersion. Did you know what compersion no. means? And, and, and Lola, um, at the end of uh, the previous season that I was on, I did say that I learned a lot uh, from the lessons itself. I mean, mm. I think there's a lot to be learned this time around as well. And I think on this episode itself, 
there's a lot to be learned, not just for our listeners, but for us ourselves. Exactly. I want to learn everything. Yes. Everything yes. and anything. Because knowledge is power. And, exactly. and, and we want to be powerful before we venture out into the real world and to into swinging and to in, into non-monogamy, you know, into, um, so we, so, so we have an idea of what we're doing Ethical before we do it. Ethical non-monogamy. Non-monogamy. Ethical non-monogamy. Listen, listen to Mr. Yes. Mr. James like caressing yes. us there. Yes. Ethical. Ethical non-monogamy. Ethical. Because what is the right way. Exactly. What does ethical mean? Ethical, if ethically means? It means that there's both parties have agreed to. There's no cheating. There's buy-in from both parties. It's consensual. Again, it stems back to kinky classes, right? I mean, kinky classes with with, um, Miss Kitten. That's one one of the major things. There's no negotiations on consent. Exactly. You cannot cannot negotiate on consent. Consent is everything. Consent in everyday life. You need to be self-consenting. You need to be consenting within your partner and within your intimate relationship before you even think about being non-monogamous. So what does it mean to be non-monogamous? Guys, and why do we have a non-monogamous? Why does Lola have a non-monogamous show? Okay, everybody knows that Lola is absolutely pro-intimate relationship, absolutely pro-sex, absolutely pro-sex positivity, body positivity, mind positivity. Okay, there's a lot of my listeners that that would like to embark on something that is non-monogamous. That does not necessarily mean you have to stay with one partner as long as you and your partner are happy. I don't see anything wrong with it. And it doesn't right? mean you have to cheat. Exactly. To get what you want exactly. out of the world. Uh, is out of the world. People's yes. views on sex yes. are changing. Mm. The, the, the way that people have thought about having fun in a relationship is changing. Mm. People, used to, people used to believe that fun was committed to your partner. Yes. And mm. you have to live, breathe everything and die with your partner. Mm. But people are slowly starting to explore and learn that there's a lot of fun to be had outside of the marital yes. confines, mm-hmm. as long as there's trust, communication, openness and honesty. And consent. And consent, mm. exactly. But can I just say that apart from people in the lifestyle, even just um, people in a committed relationship that's got nothing to, to do with the lifestyle, yes. I think a lot of them are also becoming a little bit more open-minded with what they can do with their partner and the fun that they can have with their partner, not being shamed or feel embarrassed about bringing up topics with their husband or their wife Mm. and trying stuff in the bedroom with just Mm. the two of them. And outside of the bedroom. Yes. In the box. (laughs) In the lounge. I'm going to be sitting at the moment. (laughs) What Lola and I are here to say is that it's okay. Mm. It's 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 okay to want to uh, talk about this. It's okay want to to want to experience it, mm. or even fantasize about it. You know, if you if you're not comfortable yet doing it, fantasize about it. It's okay. Curious you know, that that that's what mm. uh, positivity is all about. I love that. Yeah, I love that. And doing it the right way. Mm. So I mean, Mr. James, you and Mrs. Tusum have um, done a little bit of research for us. We have. Yes, yes. So, so let's hear about the statistics, right? When, when we look at statistics around the world, how many people are interested in, in non-monogamy? I mean, okay, obviously the USA is going to be our biggest, our biggest, um, platform that we're going to be speaking yeah, on. So, so we can't, we can't speak worldwide because there isn't a survey that covers worldwide. Okay. What, what we did find was a survey that was done last year and, and, um, started in 2022 through a website called Bed Bible, 
mm-hmm. um, they conducted a poll throughout the USA. So in terms of demographics, in terms of population size, there's 330 million people living in the USA. So it's fair to say that it's fairly representative of a demographic that is first world, second world, and has an active lifestyle community. Mm-hmm. So they did a, a survey, and the the long and short of it is at the end of the survey, 1.1% of the people that they surveyed, so 2.5 million people out of 330 million people are active swingers in the USA. Wow, that's a lot, that's a lot, of, a lot of people, right? Yes, yes. I mean, can you imagine, do we even have that many people in just a little um, area of Johannesburg yeah. that we stay in? Yeah. But, but what I think we're going to be um, interesting to find out is that swinging is such a broad term that what you consider swinging might not be exactly. what the statistics say. So you might actually be a swinger and not know it mm. because we've got so many aspects and we've got so many sub, what is it, sub, sub, subcategories, subcategories yes. of swinging that uh, you, you might be a swinger and you, would, you wouldn't know it. That's why the statistics are real. I love that. Yeah. And yeah. I think also if you take the term lifestyle yes. and you break yes. that down into yes. its various components. So there's so many different facets of the lifestyle. There's so many different um, spectrums yes. of the lifestyle that something, as you say, something that you might not believe is lifestyle related that you and your significant other engage in could actually be something that by broad definition is lifestyle orientated. Mm. So it's something an interesting that you might have been topic. Doing for a, for forever and a day. Yeah. So um, something is some, something exactly. as, as inane as going in your car to the beach and finding a secluded spot and waiting for a car to be Absolutely. on the horizon and Absolutely. undressing and you know making a silhouette for somebody to see. That's to it's some perfect. people that's just a little bit kinky, but. Yes. By broader definition, it's a part of the lifestyle. I mean, that's yeah. called dogging, dogging, isn't it? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, okay, let's look a little bit at the terms, the, t- the terminology. I mean, dogging is just one of the terms. Have you ever been to a dogging spot, Tringer? No, I haven't. You haven't? No, I haven't. I'm shocked. I know. And I've never been yes. there. But, but, I'm not but yes, 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 yes. But it's on the bucket list. No, no, not bucket list. It's a bucket list. <laughs> it's on the bucket so you're list. you're going to be the exhibitionist, not the yes. boyer. No, no, I'm always, I de- identify as an ex- exhibitionist. So mm. I'll be showing off my goodies. You know, I've got good goodies. No, you see, I'm not a boyer nor an exhibitionist. I'm really? neither. Yeah, no, I'm not. Really? I know. So you're not going to be there watching me. And no. I mean, I'll cheer you on, but I'll hold your hand and be like on my phone <laughs> looking at that. I mean, I'm so disappointed. I'm so disappointed. Can I just tell you, Chisholm for fun got me a fan for Christmas. I'm just letting you the know. James, James, are you going to take my pictures, Debbie? I'll take yes. your pictures. We'll take your pictures. And you'll watch me, right? We will yeah. watch you. We it's love watching. Thank you. So I'll be there with my fan holding your hand. That's all. <laughs> I'll be there. Lola's got another fan tonight. <laughs> So, yes, it's on my 2024 bucket list, mm-hmm. putting it out there. I mean, you've got a big bucket list. No, I've got a very big list. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what other terms do we need to know above and beyond? Really, yeah, so, yeah, so part of the research. I think we should start with you're either in the lifestyle or you're not. So you're either mm-hmm. a lifestyler or you are what we con- uh, uh, consider. Consider uh, vanilla. Yes. So vanilla is anybody that is just non normal, straightforward uh, relationship with a partner Mm -hmm. where there's no kinky stuff, no other partners involved. 
nothing to do with the lifestyle. The boring stuff. The boring stuff. Well, you know what? Some people can have some very, very exciting sex. It's just they don't involve other partners. Mm. So it's not necessarily boring. Perception. Perception. That's my word for the year, perception. Yeah, so to 327 million people in the USA, vanilla. Damn. To the other 2.3 million, not vanilla. So, Say that again. So How many? Vanilla? Vanilla, 320. In comparison to? 326 million, million compared to 2.3 million. Boring. <laughs> Listen, we're not just to be judged, jury and executioner, okay? So don't be a judge. I'm not, I'm not judging. I'm just, you know, adding my spice. The thing is, some people will live their whole lives without that fantasy, and that's fine. But James, can I just say, can I just say, because what I said earlier on, I said people might be living a non-monogamous life. They might be living the lifestyle and not realizing it. So they might yeah, have yeah, done, they yeah. might have done the, the, the survey and not realize, fuck. You know what? I'm part of the lifestyle. Yeah. This is what I do, and this is what I like, and this is my king. Yeah. And uh, I've just not not realized it. So yeah. I, I I don't know. I I think maybe the we, stats we, are we, wrong. Yes, I, I I believe so. I think there's much much more uh, to be said. Okay. But some interesting stuff that came out of that that uh, article. Some some really interesting statistics in terms of um what people are getting up to and what people are not getting up to. And we, mm. we chatted briefly about it before we went on air, and um, Devilish was saying that the percentages were boring her, and she was feeling a little dry listening to all the percentages. I love the percentages because I'm all about <laughs> facts and figures. I was feeling dry. Did you feel me, James? Just <laughs> asking for the, for, Listen, the, for the listeners out there. I'm sure they want to know. Did you no laps were harmed in the process or the recording of this episode. So what's interesting? Part of the survey, and I'll, I'll go back because um, bedbarble.com has obviously done a lot of work and research throughout 22 and 23 trying to get this information together. But um, they were saying that of the people that, that, they surveyed. that they surveyed that said that they were in the lifestyle, 5.2% of obviously of 100% of the 2 million uh, were younger than 30 years old. 57.6% mm-hmm. um, of them identified as straight. So that's an interesting t- statistic if you consider it versus the vanillas. Mm. So 57%, 57.6% of swingers identify as straight. Wow. Which means that just slightly over half of the swingers identified as straight. So that means in essence most swingers just want to swap partners. They're not in it for the debaucherous fun, mm. right? They just basically want to swap partners. Well, the wife no, wants I, to I have it, another man, the I man wants to have another So the vanillas Ninety-six percent of them said that they are straight. Wow! They will not consider any type of bisexuality, mm-hmm. whereas Very half of the swingers consider themselves straight. So, by virtue of statistics, the other half were not straight, mm-hmm. which, when compared to the vanillas, is a huge departure from convention. But also, you use bi as a very loose term because it isn't just bi. There's so I many mean, types I, of bi. I identify as heteroflexible, and a lot of people go, heteroflexible? What the fuck is heteroflexible? I mean, 
that means you are flexible when it comes to your sexuality. Yeah, you're mostly straight. You're mostly straight, exactly. You're mostly straight, but you can from time to time. Flexible. I mean, I wouldn't date a, I, I wouldn't date a female. That's not to say that I've, I've got a problem with with uh, with bisexual yeah. or gay. And you're also not going gay. out to look for. Yeah, exactly. My, I mean, so you like spaghetti, is what you say. I love spaghetti, especially <laughs> so when it's wet. <laughs> spaghetti is the best when it's wet. So when you wet, you flex it. Exactly, I'm always right, flexible. Anyway, what other terms do you have when it comes to sexuality? Um, well, there's bi-curious. So it's somebody that's never had a bi-experience, but they are curious about it, and they would like to experience it or they fantasizing about experiencing it. On this topic, it makes me very angry and this is something that the listeners need to listen to carefully, right? Get your pens and papers. If you've had an experience, you are no longer curious. You've had an experience. Guys, come on, scratch that curiosity off. Then you kind of need to make a decision. Then you're either straight or you're Then you're either straight or you're (laughs) Or or flexible. I mean, come on. You can't be... Or receptive, but you're not no, curious receptive, anymore. <laughs> what is receptive again? So that's something else that we, we, we haven't discussed. Um, yes. Being comfortable with letting people of the same gender perform sexual acts on you, but not being comfortable performing No reciprocation. The, yeah, not wanting to perform those yeah. sex acts on people of the same sex. Mm. So there are people like that, guys that are happy to receive a blowjob from a guy, but mm-hmm. don't necessarily want to go down on a guy. And mm. ladies... You are happy to to receive oral sex from a lady, but don't necessarily want to go down on a lady. Because so it's, it's not a mind, term. Right? It's not a term that that's broadly spoken about in South Africa, but it is a thing. Bar there's receptive. a thing. And I'm, then, I'm there's wondering, there's, should I add that to my bucket list? I, I, I've learned something new today. So I really learned. No, no, no. I want to receive, right? <laughs> right? I'm going to be bi. What bi receptive? Bi receptive. Should I add that to my bucket list? Why not? Why right? not? I mean, you're living. <laughs> We only live once. We only live once. 2024. I mean, especially... I've definitely learned a new term today, which is that, and I, and I think it's go. very interesting because I've seen it a lot. Um, you know, you guys know that I'm a moderator on Swinging Heaven, mm-hmm. and I've seen it a lot where guys will say, <clears throat> you know what, they are looking for a straight guy to blow, you know, and I didn't realize that there was a terminology for it. Yeah. So there are guys that are receptive, and there are w- women that are receptive, but will not give... Very interesting. Mm. Something I'm going to uh, research a bit more and add to my pocket list. Okay, add that to your list. I will. What other uh, sexual terminologies do we have there, Debbie? Okay, so after you've been bi-curious once and you've tried it, then uh, you either, you could be bi or you could be bi-comfortable. So mm-hmm. bi-comfortable means that you are not actively seeking a bi experience, mm-hmm. but if a couple meets another couple and the lady is into ladies, you're comfortable with with having a bi experience with her okay. in that. So you're comfortable engaging sexually. What yes. about being comfortable where the the lady's bi I'm comfortable with her being bi, but I don't want her to touch me. Is no. there a term for that? Then you're straight. Yeah. Ooh, then you're yeah. Straight. yeah. I don't know, is there a term for that? So you it's so, it's so you you're comfortable then. in their company but you don't want to engage. Yes, well, then you're then straight. You're straight. Yeah. So you've okay. probably got a voyeuristic tendency to want to be there because yeah. there's obviously mm-hmm. a, a visceral sensation where you're seeing something and it's pressing buttons and there's erogenous odors that are mm-hmm. being touched on. What is that terminology that you and I um, researched a little bit earlier? Bi-friendly. Bi-friendly. Bi-comfortable, bi-friendly. Bi-comfortable, bi-friendly, same thing. Yeah. So bi-friendly would then also in essence means 
you are comfortable or you're friendly with bi people. But you're not sexually. seeking it out. You're not seeking it out. You're not wanting them to. Okay, yes. okay same thing. Yeah. So what happens? Well, what, what, what would be the term then if you come to a, so in a place, so, so like, I mean, uh, as much as I de- identify as a, um, straight swinger. Uh, as a straight swinger and someone <laughs> that is a uh, exhibitionist, I also say that my favorite toy is a threesome, right? Because I love me a threesome with two guys. So what, ha- what, what is it if in play, you know, when a guy touches a guy and they are okay with it? Is that by comfortable or is that, what, 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 what would that, that be? That I'm just curious. It can be bisexual. It can be. I don't know. I don't know. But there's, there's two There's two very, very straight guys. I want to say that they're just very open-minded. In a, in a threesome, they will be touching, you know? There's touching and there's friendly fire. Friendly fire is completely different to right. touching. So right. friendly fire is, imagine, if you will, that the guy, one gentleman is on his back and you on top of him and he is maybe got his hands around your throat, yeah. if that's something that you enjoy, yeah. Yeah. and you are in the throes of passion and his cock flips out. And the other guy then takes a liberty of taking that guy's cock and guarding it. Yes, so yes, that's what happens in a threesome sometimes. Of course, absolutely, absolutely. During the normal course of day-to-day activities, yeah. that guy doesn't think about a cock no, at all. It's too much fun at the moment. At all. Yes, yeah. yes. But some guys may find it to be a turn-on to imagine holding another guy's cock. Right. In which case that guy is probably bisexual okay. as opposed to bi-comfortable, okay. as opposed to just being okay with friendly fire. There's All completely right. straight guys okay. that understand in the dynamic of a uh, MFM. MFM relationship. It's, it's not even an Touching could happen. Yes, yeah. yes, Stuff yes, happens. Just, yeah. So that goes back to the terminology <laughs> that we were discussing earlier where we were chatting about DAP, DVP. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so it has to be touching. There's that got to be touching. So, be, I mean, if, if you are into a DP, mm-hmm. What is the so A double penetration. So okay. two guys, one girl, mm-hmm. um, one guy having inter- intercourse with, with vaginally and the other guy having intercourse anally. If you think about it in terms of uh, a diagram. There has to be some sort of touching. There's going to be two sets of pendulums that of are going to be touching. So a guy that's going to say that he is absolutely averse to any type of interaction with a guy is going to hate having a DP. Also, they're not necessarily going to be comfortable even getting naked around another guy. I've, we've never experienced that in the last yeah. time. So yeah. we've, yeah. we've yet to I, experience I think it. that is just like they're open-minded. They're straight, but they're open-minded. Mm-hmm. And also everybody's different. The guy and, yeah. People in the lifestyle, too, our experience are a lot more accepting of the fact that everybody is, is unique and different, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of acceptance and body body positivity. So not everybody mm. was built like uh, Reacher mm. or Beyonce. Not everybody has this pers- perfect physique. So mm, I'm just giving me a Reacher right now. <laughs> so <laughs> I continue as you focus on that. So yes, in yes, a lineup of, <laughs> of eight guys, like at a gangbang that uh, Debbie had, in a lineup of eight guys, not I love how you brag about this. <laughs> humble brag. There's not going to be two guys that are, are the same. There's a guy that's six foot two, built like a Greek god with, with no, his number. Tiny, <laughs> tiny appendage versus a four foot seven guy that mm. is like a straw man with this huge cock. So mm. everybody is different. So mm. people are just accepting and embrace the fact that we're not, we're not all the same. Yeah. 
in the lifestyle, we haven't had it happen that people have been shy to get undressed or yeah. No, it doesn't happen. A lot not, not anybody that not, not, not in experience. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the newbies that has never had any experiences, mm, they're nervous and they don't know what to expect. But as uh, soon as the nerves settle, settle, then, you know, things happen. Okay, let's look at a little bit more of the, um, the statistics. 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 Right. <laughs> so I think the research was, was conducted globally. So what they also looked at was country by country, um, they interviewed a lot of people and were talking to um, people about the lifestyle mm-hmm. and asking questions about whether or not they thought that swinging was acceptable. And mm-hmm. the top five countries that embraced the lifestyle, uh, number one was Finland, mm-hmm. where 50.50% of the country believed that swinging was acceptable. 50%? Huh? 50.50%. Gosh, I mean, that's a strong number. It's huge. Very it's huge. Shows you, it shows you how much people have changed. And right? how progressive yeah. they are. Yeah. Exactly. That's a strong number. I love it. Second was New Zealand with 47.69%. Yeah. And I would have never thought yes, that. Neither would I. Yeah. Yeah. With, the ima- with the one. amount of sheep that they have in that country, <laughs> it's not surprising. Listen, don't go there. Okay. No, not going there. It is taboo. Hold on. Okay. Miss Kitten is online. She's going to have your ass for that. <laughs> I can see her listening. Uh, next was Germany with 46.26% of the country saying that they believe. That's not to say that that's swingers, right? Let's just be clear. That's not swingers. That's people interviewed that were that's- asked their opinion about swinging, oh, whether, okay with whether or not they thought it was acceptable, not whether mm. or not they were engaging. Mm. Uh, Germany, 46.26%. Next was the USA with 46.10%. And at number five was France with 45.73%. Sorry, 45.73% of the country saying that they felt that swinging was acceptable. Those are all high numbers, eh? It's high numbers, but what I'd like to add is that that's the gateway to acceptance. Exactly. That's the gateway to saying, you know what, it's okay for us to talk about it mm. and, 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 and to research it and to give it a try. And there's obviously dialogue that happens. Exactly, that. exactly, mm. which, is, which, is, which is good to know. You know, we need more of these dialogues. We need more uh, people talking about it because we need to be educated before we make a decision. Speaking mm. of talking about it, so the other thing that they were talking about um, in this, this survey, they were asking the people that they were talking to about being in a lifestyle, whether or not they shared with family, friends, or whoever, that that that, yes. that intimate knowledge of them being in the lifestyle. Are they, are they secret swingers? Correct. Okay. So in terms of percentages, and this is the USA number, and bear in mind there's 330 million people there, uh, One just over 1% of, of the USA are um, active, active swingers, active. 41.1% of those 1% of 330 million, 41.1% of them confirmed that they don't tell anybody about their lifestyle activities. They're completely closeted about it, private. They obviously engage, but they don't share that information. And I think in South Africa, that that is the majority of the Can I pause you there before you sure. go on with, with, the, with the history? Okay. You guys are Debbie and James, okay? You guys are too simple for fun. You guys are Lola's favorite couple. Everybody knows you guys as that. But nobody knows you outside of, you know, your non-monogamous lifestyle. Why do you guys keep your identities to yourself? Let me ask you guys that question. Commercial reasons. Commercial reasons. Yeah. Okay. So that gives us an idea of why so many people, as per your statistics, also keep that to themselves. Yeah. Do we feel 
and this is this is going to be a very broad term. Do we feel that this is unfair? In 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 South Africa, there's a huge um, re- religious stigma to the lifestyle, yes. so we yes. we're still very much dominated by uh, religious yes. beliefs, and it's not just in the so my background. I come from a Christian background. I'm not just talking about Christian. I'm talking about um, other beliefs in terms of different cultures. So there's a cultural difference yes. in terms of Europeans versus blacks versus Indians versus coloreds, where there is a stigma involved in the lifestyle yes. that is different for whites as what it is for Indians, yeah. where um, people of one religious sect feel very differently. We've engaged with a lot of people in the lifestyle, a lot of different ethnic backgrounds, a lot of different um, cultural backgrounds. What resonates very clearly is that different ethnic backgrounds have different outlooks on different things. So Mm. we've engaged, and when I say engaged, I I don't mean sexually, I'm talking about spoken to people from uh, Muslim background, Mm -hmm. people from Hindi Mm -hmm. and all different backgrounds. And there's, there's, there's a lot of religions, or there's a lot of there's a lot of is it races, religion? I don't know. If please, I stand to be corrected. That are very accepting of non-monogamous relationships. Well, not, I mean, not more accepting, just more not non-accepting, but more accepting. more accepting. Yes, yeah. more accepting of. Yeah. No, I mean, we have uh, 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 there's a lot of uh, uh, races, religions, or whatever that I mean allow. Two, three wives. Yeah. Uh, I'm not too sure Maybe how it works with, 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 with the men. For, for some odd reason, I think women are more accepting. Uh, having multiple women partners are more accepting than men. I don't know if I've ever come across anything nah. in, in SA the way men are more accepted, but I think we're here to change we need that, to right? Start a trend. We, we do, we do. We really need to do that, yes. Can you imagine a society where there's a queen with. Yes. 27 male concubines. Of course. I mean, that's going to fall under your polyamorous, yes. um, polyamorous facets, which we are discussing. Yes. So that's going to be an interesting topic. But interest, interesting. In, interestingly enough, I mean, if you think about a couple of hundred years ago, the royals, they had oh. concubines, they yes, had absolutely. sex slaves, exactly. they had mistresses. Exactly. So yeah. It's not like it's a new thing. It, it's, it's not. It's and that's, a I, read a while, I read a while ago that, um, Humankind was not made to be monogamous. I stand to be corrected, but humankind was not made to be monogamous. Well, can I, can I add to that? Mm-hmm. So, I would also like to when you're done. So if you if you I'll just have a nut. If you've ever seen or a, two. if you've ever seen a man's penis, have you ever wondered about the shape? Watch shape the way that it shapes. No, I enjoy the shape, but I wonder about okay, it. Okay, so you don't wonder about it. So if you if you Think of, about it from an entomology perspective. The reason why it's shaped the way it's shaped. So if a man inseminates a, a female, yeah. another man then wants to procreate and, and spread his genes and wants to become the, the, the gene that, that prevails. So the penis is shaped the way that it is with the ridges on the head of the penis so that if a man then has intercourse with a woman who's just had intercourse with another yeah. man, his head will essentially scrape, scrape yeah. out the semen. Wow. So it's shaped the way that it is for a biological reason for procreation. So Is this fact or fiction? This is fact. This is fact. I, I don't have the, the, the Google uh, link here, but it's wow. fact. Google it. So the, the, the penis is shaped the way that it is so that it can scrape semen out of the... I'm the, having more nuts. 
<laughs> Enjoy my nuts, Lola. My nuts look good in your mouth. Um, yeah, true story, true story. So that's exactly how it, it, that's why the penis is shaped the way that it's shaped. It's so that it can have the stronger genes survive. If a, if a female has been inseminated by a male, if there isn't a, a, a spermatozoa that's going towards the egg and all of that is happening, a stronger male will be able to get involved and the semen will be able to scoop out other semen based primarily. Because yes. look, we were made to procreate, right? We were made, it takes a village. That, yeah. that's what they, that's, mm. And that's where it comes from. It takes a village because you aren't supposed to go through life alone. Okay. We were also talking about the origins of, of swinging and how swinging came about and the whole broader history of swinging. So um, Debbie was talking about um, the ancients and the royals of, of old having yes. concubines and all the rest of it. So if you think about it, before swinging, there was orgies, mass orgy parties. Yes. And people and, were and, wondering how and that came of, about. Um, Paintings with that, I've seen that, yeah. and there's lots of carvings with that. So it started in the Roman in the Roman times, thousands of years ago, where they would get together and and there was a secretive society that would get yes. together and have a, a ceremony for the harvest for grapes. So it's all about wine, yes. believe it or not. Yes, yes. So they would get together, they would have a secretive society that would get together and, and throw a party with lots of alcohol, lots of music, lots of dancing, and lots mm. of sex. Mm. And that was originally the beginnings of orgies. And it was commonplace in ancient times. And when I say ancient times, I'm talking about the Roman times, where they would have mass orgy parties, and it was all got to do with, with a celebration of the plant, the harvest for wine. So let me ask us here, that, that the four of us that are here, why do we think that it became such a taboo, taboo subject? Why did it become such, mm, such religion. a... Religion. Religion. Yeah. So that's a whole other topic. Yeah, on the I, 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 I don't but think that we should... We, no, 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 we were, we were talking just, you know, specifically yeah. about swinging. So interesting fact in... Uh, because woman. because at one time it was so accepting, you know? And I also read... I, I'm, so, I, I'm sure I've seen videos and movies and whatever... That it was very accepting for kings to have male, um, I, I don't know, sex partners or whatever yeah. else. It was, yeah. it was really, really, really accepting. Yeah. So what changed? You know, why did we suddenly one day wake up and think, no, this is not a right. You know, we're not going to do it this way or we, or we, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to look down upon people that want this and this and this and, and like religion, this and this. Religion you know? essentially has put people into boxes. So a lot of people derive a lot of worth out of religion yeah. and we we embrace everybody. Of so course, of course, absolutely. All creeds, all types, all sexes, yes. all religions. But religion for all intents and purposes took the fun out of being human in that yes. it limited your your sexual creativity to one life partner. Mm. And they believed that they could stem the the creative side of people that wanted to explore and wanted to um Embrace that whole non-monogamy by keeping uh, them in line. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's a bit of a touchy subject. Yeah, yeah let's move I, away I from the touchy subject because that, yeah. if there's if there's one thing that's going to be like complete podcast suicide, it's going to be race, religion, and, and politics. politics. Exactly. So let's move away but from that. Swinging. So back to swinging. In World War Two, funny enough, <laughs> there was a, a 
prolific trend with pilots, believe it or not. So they would gather together on Air Force bases, and there was a very high mortality rate amongst the pilots of World War II. And also the, 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 the pilots would go away from home yeah. for a long period of time. time. So they would station together at a, at a base, and they had a very closely knit community, and the wives would sometimes be on base, and the, the husbands would fly, and they would swear an oath amongst the pilots that would look after the family no matter what, mm. look after the wife, look after of the course. children. So these families were all stationed on these bases during World War II, and our research has led us to understand that that's how swinging started. started. in the U.S., yeah. But it, it, it didn't, okay. didn't start out with the term swinging. Of course. It started out with the term wife swapping. So mm. before swinging, wife swapping wife was the term until um, people understood that it was a little bit culturally insensitive to refer to a, a wife as, as a, a commodity yeah. and a position. Mm. So the term changed to swinging. But essentially what would happen is on those Air Force bases, the couples would understand that if one pilot didn't make it back from a, from a sortie, that the other pilot would look after the family, including the wife and her financial needs, her emotional mm. needs, and her sexual needs. Because we are human and we definitely have, we have needs. Desires and we, needs. We, we have wants and, and more importantly, we have needs. So what would happen is these people would get together on weekends yes. and have parties and, and barbecue and all the rest of it, and inevitably it would lead to sexual adventures. And it was reported in the media in the late 60s, early 60s, yeah. where there was communities growing where people were actually actively swapping parties, uh, swapping partners, and they would have what's called key parties. They would yes, go yes, to a yes, party, they yeah. put keys in a bowl, yeah. they would draw out the keys, yeah. and whoever's keys you picked up, that was who you went home with for the evening. And yeah, so our research has led us to down that path. That's essentially where modern day swingers evolved from, yeah. from Air Force bases in the USA during World War II. Let's talk a little bit, a bit, a little bit more about terminology, right? Okay. I mean, in the previous season, we obviously had Holly the Hot Wife on the, the previous season love of Holly. Lesson. Um, I mean, we all know why you love Holly. Okay, James. No, I love, love Holly, love Mr. Holly. I know. <laughs> I, we love them too. But we all know why James loves Holly, right? Swinger, being a swinger and all. Have you seen her in a costume? I have. She's gorgeous. She <laughs> Anyway, so the apparently I'm too old for her. That's a whole other topic of debate. <laughs> the previous season we had Holly, and I mean she was a hot wife. Okay. So for those um, people, those vanilla people that are not familiar with the term hot wife, let's discuss a little bit about the terminologies. Okay. Shoot me with a couple of words there, Mister and Mrs. Tucson. Married woman who has sex with other men other than her husband. Okay. With his consent yeah. with his and consent. his knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Consent again, consent comes. Yes. Okay. yes. Next. But there's also, there's a cuckold couple where there is a, uh, I want to just refer to my notes here if I can. Cuckold. Here we go. Peter Shukink most often referred to a man who received sexual pleasure from seeing his partner, received sexual pleasure from other people other than him. Mm-hmm. So there's a dominant and a submissive element okay. to cuckolding, mm. where the female is, is given dominant. The, the power. So he then adopts a submissive role in the relationship, and she has the power to either allow or deny him gratification. Mm. 
So that's where caging comes in. Some couples engage in caging. Caging being a, a can either be a inferred um, arrangement with the couple where the gentleman is not allowed to um, touch his penis or invoke any type of pleasure on, on himself, or it could be a physical manif- uh, manifestation of a cage, mm-hmm. an actual metal cage with a lock where his penis in its flaccid state is put into a cage, put a lock yep. so that he has to endure the torture of watching his wife receive pleasure. So that's where the whole caging comes from. Because Correct. within kinky classes, and that's that's something we're going to be discussing on a Wednesday evening with with um, Ms. Ms. Kitten, is caging is a big thing amongst the BDSM yes. community. I mean, it's, yeah. it's really, it's a huge thing. Oh, hold on, there's, there's cock caging and there's... And People cage. No, 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 no. This is cock caging. Yeah. I see Miss uh, Kitten saying, yes, it's, 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 it's obviously a chastity belt of sorts. Yes, yeah. yes. for yeah. a male, yes. Definitely. Well, yeah. you get one for a female, yes. which also yes. has a lock and, and uh-huh. prevents yes, that would be the penetration. Yes. But a, a, a cage yeah. for a guy essentially is a, a small device that is strapped on and has a, a mechanical lock that yep. can only be opened with a key. Guys, Google it. It's called a cock cage. Cock cage. Yes. Um, another thing is with the with the cock holding, um, there's often also um, a, an element where the wife would degrade yes. the husband. Yes. So that he would be completely dismissive, uh, submissive. She would be dominant, and she would say stuff like, "You've got a small cock." Um, my lover's got a big lover. cock, yeah. uh, you know, yes. that type of stuff. And he derives pleasure from uh-huh. that. Mm. It's not that she's just sadistic and likes doing that. He actually derives pleasure from being um, um, degraded, degraded and being told that he's not allowed to touch his mm-hmm. cock, he's not allowed to have sex, mm-hmm. he's not allowed but to But there's cuck. also an inverse to a cuckold, which is a mm-hmm. cuck queen, mm-hmm. not spelled Q-U-E-E-N, mm-hmm. spelled Q U. E-A-N, okay. ironically, which is a woman who's aroused by the infidelity of her partner. So some female derives sexual pleasure from being denigrated by her husband mm-hmm. being with other women. So it's fair. And there's okay, but hold on. equal kink. You use, the, you use the term infidelity. Infidelity, according to my knowledge... Being with somebody else other than your married partner. So consensual. It's not, okay. It's, there's consent. Consensual. It's, it's, it's ethical non-monogamy. Yes. Yeah. But in terms of the broader definition, the broader, broader definition, it's infidelity. Okay. So I mean, uh, two, let's, let's look at two more forms of terminology and then we've got to go to break. So we were talking about airtight earlier. Lolly, you were surprised to hear about airtight. Yes, airtight sounds like an interesting one for me. Debbie, you want to talk about airtight? Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's when a female um, has um, her vaginal and oral and anal um, holes plugged by a cock, I suppose. And Very interesting. <laughs> everything is airtight. So you are in SMC tight. How awesome. Well, no, it would be a threesome. It's a threesome. No, it's a threesome. Because it's a lady and three gents. Come on. I mean, it could also just be a gangbang. It could be a morsum, yeah. Yes, a (laughs) morsum. What we were also looking at was was whore pot. So that's a 
methodology that some couples employ where um, either the, the wife or the husband is given a hall pass. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something you guys are familiar with? Yes. Okay. So, and you, interestingly enough, there's even completely vanilla couples where they, you know, the husband and wife would would would, would, would joke, and uh, the husband would know course. that uh, the, his wife's favorite favorite celebrity is a certain person, and they mm. would joke about, you know, if if you ever get to meet him, you can have a whole class and you can be with him. And it's obviously in a joking way, but yes. it's like often Lola, discussed. if you met Steve Hoffman. <laughs> You would obviously have listen, a whole course. Listen, hello. <laughs> Steve, if you're listening. I mean, listen. DM's welcome. <laughs> Are you taking applications on my behalf, Dave? I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then. Steve might actually be listening. <laughs> Let's not go there, people. So the other term Just that we found was here. a dragon. Do you know what a dragon is? We had this discussion on this year, if not too Okay, so let's start with a bull first. With a what? A bull. A bull. Go for it. So a bull is a guy in the lifestyle that joins couples uh, to have sex with uh, the lady. He's Mm -hmm. completely straight, and he would either meet with just the woman Mm -hmm. or with the couple and have sex with the lady. Mm -hmm. Where a dragon is a bisexual man that joins a couple mm. uh, to have sex. So, so there's a lot of a lot of that growing in popularity now with the bisexuality yeah, becoming yeah. more open and people being and more yeah. embracing with of, the millennial. No, with with, with all well, facets, with all, all, all age ages. groups, all demographics. I mean, people have been um, confined to boxes for a long time mm. where yes, guys yes, have been yes. told that you know, in the change room, you, you look forward and you don't look down. And, you know, if you look at another guy's cop, you are you know, don't like, make less comments. of a man. Mm. Where people are now becoming a lot more open and, and accepting of the fact that, like anybody, people are curious. I mean, mm. the idea of seeing another guy naked might not appeal to every guy, but it certainly appeals to some guys. Mm. And the people that – and those guys specifically – that it does appeal to, that have throughout their whole lives had to deny themselves the the, the pleasure and the satisfaction, satisfaction of, 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 of yeah. feeling what another guy's penis feels like are now in that safe space where they can openly with, you know, people that they trust say, look, I've never experienced what it's like to touch another guy's cock or mm. have another guy touch my cock. So there's a lot more acceptance of it. So if it's safe, sane, and consensual, why not? Before we go to the break, Lola, I just want to add on that um, I think we don't, we, we didn't, it, it's also okay to appreciate. I mean, I'm, I'm, I definitely identify as being 100% straight. I'm not interested in another woman. I'm not interested in, in, in uh, another woman touching me or touching another woman. But it's okay to Except appreciate. Except your bucket list, remember. <laughs> that, 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 that's totally added. We haven't added it yet, right? Debbie. But what I'm saying is, is that it's okay to appreciate a woman being a uh, being a woman appreciating another woman. Exactly. It's also a beautiful okay for, woman. Yes, it's a beautiful. It's woman. also okay for a guy appreciating another guy. I mean, there's no mm-hmm. harm in it, you know. 
uh, I've many a time walked up uh, in, in a shopping mall or whatever, and if I saw a, a beautiful woman, I'd say, you know what? I love your shoes. I love your dress. I love I love the way you look. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we all like to be uh, appreciated sometimes, and I feel like really there is no harm in appreciating a same-sex person for whatever the reasons are. Yes. We it, need it to be does, more accepting of it. It goes very deep into South African society yeah. where guys have been told, you know, yes. don't cry. Um, of course. From, from, from when they were young kids, they hurt themselves. Don't yeah. cry. Yeah. Cowboys don't cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Only girls cry, that type of thing, mm-hmm. where that, that whole um, separation of mm-hmm. masculinity, masculinity and embracing mm-hmm. your, your self-acceptance has been a little bit of a blurred line. So hopefully in time people will, will understand the fact that people are curious and people are explorative. And I mean, that's exactly how the world is where it is today. People were curious. The people that were sitting on the shore and saw nothing out in the ocean didn't accept that. They wanted to go and explore and see what's beyond the horizon. Mm. And I think if people can just get their minds into that type of thinking where not everything is in a box, what you see is not the world. Mm. There's there's a lot more outside of your outside of your your vision and outside of your your expected norms that can be explored. And also, if you don't like something, it's okay for somebody else to like it. Yes, exactly. exactly. I think it comes down a lot to being confident and comfortable within your own sexuality. Finding yourself, finding your comfortable level. And once you are confident and comfortable within yourself, only then can you start to appreciate and accept the world around Mm -hmm. you. But, I mean, you, you also grow. Yes. So when we started out our, yeah. our adventure, yeah. we had a, a list of do's and don'ts that was three pages long. Yeah, we had so, so many hard limits of stuff that we would absolutely not accept and, yeah. or um, tolerate. And that's, that's changed, that's revived, uh, refined and evolved over time, where mm. something that nine years ago was, we, a big was an absolute hard no, mm. over time we've had experiences that have been pleasurable and have brought us together and closer as a couple where we've now explored and gone down that path and it's become yeah. something that we've now learned to accept, mm. yeah. look forward to, embrace and um, pursue. So, And that's also why we believe in not putting ourselves in boxes. Yes. Um, I might be straight, but, mm. you know, it doesn't mean that, you know, I will never, ever, 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 ever have any relations any experiences or any interactions that is considered you know and it's okay to change our minds at exactly. any given time it's okay we need to emphasize that it's okay at any at, at any given time to change our opinions our minds and our, our because mindsets because exactly exactly we evolve all the time our every all of our opinions and all of our tastes change all the time it's a constant change yeah. Yeah. you know so I mean, we, we the might not. is organic. Exactly, it grows, exactly, it and and very accepting. I'd like to add, very, very, very accepting. I mean, I I I think we are the most accepting people around. I mean, are we? I I believe so. I believe we are. I really, really believe we are. I hope we are. I believe we are. Never just sitting closer to one another. <laughs> I know. That there's something that might happen later. Listen, listen I, I need to go home after this. <laughs> after this, I'm going to get onto voyeurism. 
Listen, listeners, we need to go to a slight break. But when we return, more on terminology and a little bit more statistics, a little bit more factual statistics on swingers and the wonderful exploring life of living your relationship with a non-monogamous facet connected to it. It's not always debaucherous. It's not always disgusting. And it's not always something to look down on. It can be beautiful. It can be absolutely invigorating to your intimate relationship. If you want to find out more, if you want to find out what swingers do for fun, stay tuned. Let's talk about terms. Let's talk about um, a little bit more statistics. And let's find out what this whole swinging thing that the world is absolutely buzzing about is all about. More on that when we come back. Get your drinks. Get comfortable. Don't go away. We're going to be back in about 10 minutes. I put a spell on you. Posts, pages and recordings within are intended for adults only and may include descriptions of scenes of sexual content, suggestive opinions, detailed discussions and graphic topics. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome back, Lustfuls, to Lesson 1 of Semester 1 in Lola's Lifestyle Lectureships. We are joined on A this evening in the comforts of a very lustful lounge all the way in Tusum land. We are visiting... Mr. and Mrs. Tusum, Lola's favorite couple. And when I say we, I mean my partner in crime and myself, the dashing devilish. I mean, baby, have I told you I'm happy you're doing this with me? You have. Have I not? No, you haven't. How yeah. dare it's I? Not tonight. I know. <laughs> I'm yes. going to give you a whip back soon afterwards. How's that? <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what did I say? Even spaghetti. What's, what, what's that? Spaghetti is straight while it's Even spaghetti is straight until it's wet. Um, and also, we did, a, we did a whole section on seduction just last night. I, I was there. I was like, queen of seduction. You're not touching your leg. I mean, can I sit closer? <laughs> also, then the mic's going to be really, really loud. <laughs> Devilish, how are you finding this evening's topic? I'm loving the evening's topic. I have so much to say. I have so much that I've learned, and I have so much more that uh, I'm going to learn, and I'm going to say. No Nothing, wonder we're supposed to go for a, we're supposed to go to commercial break after thirty yes. minutes. But there was so much. It took an hour. It was so important. It was so you know um, engaging. Engage exactly that we we, we forgot that we needed to pee. You know. <laughs> <laughs> also, is your vodka refilled? Uh, absolutely. Thank you, Miss. I was going to say Mr. Tusum, but you know, that's so unnecessary. Thank you, Mr. James. I mean, also, my drink is refilled, but it's halfway again. He's been such a uh, such a good host. I still owe him yeah. a, a seat on his lap, right? Mm. You do? But I didn't get consent from Debbie. Uh, so that's on hold. I love that. Right? 
She That's didn't consent to it, so we can't. I know. I know. It's all about consent, right? Aww, I love it. <laughs> this is and this is another thing that we learn on the CIF, right? Yes. This is yes, why the yes. CIF is very, so important. Very, very, very important. And that's why I always advocate for the CIF yes. because CIF is consent over everything. Everything you need permission for, even when you swing. Even and and in real life, we've got to we've got to emphasize real life. If you're vanilla, if you're a swinger, if you're a BDSM, you need. Consent. It's consent implied. Needs to be. Yes. It needs to be. It needs to be negotiated. Yes. It needs yes. to be. It needs to be consensual from both. From both. I don't know if you guys listened. Uh, no, you guys told me you, you didn't have the chance to listen to Wednesday evenings. Um. Uh. Hold on. Somebody's just sending. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Oh well, they don't know that I've got um the. I've got, uh, don't worry. Yeah. That sorts it out. Don't worry. Whoever said about copyright infringements, we don't have to worry about that because Lola's got a license for radio. So this all goes on to Last FM. But thank you very much. I really appreciate that. I appreciate, um, your concern. It all goes on to Last FM. Last FM has all of the licenses that I need to be able to broadcast and all of the facts that we give from um, the research that we've done has been the the websites was given right in the beginning of the yes, episode. Correct. So thank you very much. We're not really too concerned about copyright infringements because we do have um, the licenses that we need to. And like we said in the beginning of the episode, um, bedbible.com is where we got all, all of the sense. information from. So, but thank you very much. It really means a lot that we need that we have listeners that are concerned about this. Thank you very much. Moving on. This evening, we, like I said, we are sitting in the lovely lounge of Mr. and Mrs. Tusim, and we are discussing. It's great to have you, ladies. Yeah. Yes, welcome. It's great we haven't to had two you. ladies here in a while. Uh, I was told I'm not a lady because ladies don't swear. Fuck that. By every definition. Well, then I'm not a lady the either. Consummate lady. I'm all woman, but I'm not a lady. I'm just saying. Somebody says on on the chat. Mr. Lila and Mrs. Lila needs and nose peeps. No, it'd be great. I don't know peeps. I just follow the law. Is that big red? Yes. Ooh. Oh yes. You're all about big red. <laughs> I remember this. She from sent the a message. Yeah. She did? Ah, big red. Well, I'm the group last time. Yes, oh, yes, yes. 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 <laughs> also, we're gonna have Dizzy on the show. Like big red, big red hit me up there. A big red says, Hey, hey, James. Oh. Hey. <laughs> Okay, so let's get back to the terminology. But before we do that, let's just say let's give let's give a little shout out to the listeners that are on air this evening. Guys, another record. Every single damn episode I do, it's a new record and it's a new record and it's a new record. I mean last night we had seven hundred of eight hundred and six people listening. This evening it's eight hundred and hold on, let me just get back to it. Eight hundred and eleven. That's 800 live. I got 822 on my side, eh? 822. Yeah. Sure. Wow, mine has an update. It's 822 Ooh. international live listeners. That sounds like a body count from 2023. <laughs> 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 you guys are living the they, best they life. They're all listening. <laughs> they're all listening. Hey, guys. <laughs> I mean, Debbie, did you put something out on X? Because you've got quite a big following. You didn't? I, haven't, I haven't been on X in a while. It's just mm. life's been so mm. hectic. Yes. So, no, I, 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 I thought this was going to be a nice, quiet year, but it's been absolutely, I can't, what, what date, what, what's the date? 2021 already? It's the 20th. Already, and we just started. Mm-hmm. 
It was New Year the other yeah. day. It's been hectic. Yesterday. Yes, just yesterday. Yes. This, this last week was like three months. Yes. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, the reason why I brought up X is because Debbie has quite the following on X, right? I, I mean, what, what like 6,000 people on X following? If you guys aren't following her, you got to go follow Debbie's Double Ds. Listen, gorgeous lady, right? Mr. James, you don't have an ex anymore, do you? No. no. Right, so you run Debbie's ex now? No. You don't? No. It needs to be run. So how are you going to like my pictures if you're not an ex? Are you an ex? Of course I am. Why wouldn't I be? I thought you were an SH. We didn't know that. I created your ex, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go to yourself. Sign up for ex on Monday. <laughs> promises, okay. promises. Oh, my gosh. Okay, before the singers get into it, let's get back <laughs> to terminologies. Um, okay, so Dick and James have done extensive research for us this evening on, what is that website called? Bedbible.com. On bedbible.com. So all of this research comes from bedbible.com. Let's talk a little bit more about the terminologies, guys. What terminologies do swingers normally use? Well, um, so we, we've, we've discussed orgies. Um, there is BDSM, which mm-hmm. you will have more shows on at a later stage. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the kinky classes on Wednesday evening with yeah. Ms. Kate. Then um, there's gangbangs, um, which infers that a lady has <laughs> sex with multiple male partners. Reverse gangbangs. There's a reverse gangbang, which James has had before, where mm. he is the only male in um, in a play date where there's uh, multiple females. Mm-hmm. Um, then we've got we, – we, we spoke about hot wifing earlier on with, yes. the, with the cock holding as well. Um, then earlier we spoke about bull and, and, and a dragon. Mm-hmm. And then the female version of that would also be a vixen <coughs> or even a unicorn. A unicorn uh, refers to a, 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 a single lady who joins couples and single people in the lifestyle. There was a debate about mm-hmm. unicorns Yeah, we, we, we debated that earlier. Uh, whether we think that a unicorn must be bisexual or not. Yes. So if, if somebody I'm not, knows, if I'm not a unicorn, what am I? You are a unicorn. <laughs> You're a swinger. But I disagree. I, 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 I don't know. So if, if any of the listeners know. So we're saying a vixen has to have a partner, a steady partner. A, a vixen? No. Yeah, because she's the opposite of a stag. So a stag. So could I be a vixen? Interesting. I'm no, I'm no, just because you're not, you're not in a committed relationship and you're not going so out to have So that's what I'm saying. A vixen has to be yeah. in a committed relationship. So yeah. by definition. So a vixen. A nickel. Hmm. By default. You don't have by to default. be. I don't, I don't, default. I don't propose <laughs> that you have to be bisexual to be a unicorn. Yeah. Because if, I could still be playing with couples and yeah. not be bisexual. Yes. Correct. Yeah. You could play with a guy. So exactly. we've, we've had that intimate encounter on numerous occasions. Yes. Where we've been invited by a single female to join her, where she hasn't been interested in Debbie, she just wants to play with me, mm-hmm. but she wants Debbie to be there to to partake. Yeah, and we we visually. consider her a, a, a unicorn. unicorn. Yes. So the uni the, the, the definition unicorn derives from the fact that they are hard to find and seldom spotted. 
and 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 this is where it, the terminology is, comes around again because it, it it boils down to voyeurism and exhibitionism Correct. because obviously there's a, there's a voyeur voyeuristic tendencies there's an element of voyeurism for the person that wants to watch Correct. and there's an exhibition uh, exhibitionist out there that wants to be watched so yeah the all of our terminologies are very much interleading and that yeah. ties up with what, yeah. what another term which is conversion yeah. and compersive yes where Debbie and I are a compulsive couple right. where please, we derive, please, please so we us. derive our pleasure from, my pleasure is seeing her pleasure. So, compersion is the opposite of jealousy. So, oh. the biggest thrill for me is seeing her pleasure. pleasure. Whether it's with a female. Yes. Yes, please. Or with a male. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, please. Mm-hmm. With multiple males. Mm-hmm. Hell yes, please. <laughs> that is my pleasure. It's a compersion for me. So, and it's the same for me. I also love watching James um, giving and receiving pleasure. I love that word. I, that's my new year, uh, new uh, word for. Um, it's make year. a trend. Compersion. Yes. Compersion. 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 I love Compersion. C o m p r s i o n. Compersion. So yeah, it, it's the opposite of jealousy. So it's a very strange concept for. Vanilla people to to yes, grasp the fact that the loved one, your loved one, is getting pleasure from somebody that isn't you. Some people absolutely get off on the idea of their significant other, the loved one, receiving pleasure. That is our that is our driving force in the lifestyle. So we wouldn't be in the lifestyle if we didn't enjoy seeing one another receiving pleasure. Yes, yes, yes. So whether right. it's me seeing her with a single guy, or her seeing me with a single woman, yeah. or me seeing her with a couple, or her seeing me with a couple. And that ties up with the hall passes. So we've had various things happen in our life where Debbie's been on business trips and she's traveled to Cape Town and Sun City or wherever. And I've said to her, you have a hall pass. Whether that's to meet up with a couple and play with that couple for an evening or a weekend or a week, whatever can happen, or if I've gone away um, and she said to me, you have all boss, whether it's to play with a couple or a single female, it's all about the pleasure of knowing that the person that you love is receiving, giving pleasure. Hmm. Can I I just add it? I I mean, what an absolute turn on, right? Yes. I I know it's not for everyone. I really, really know. But what an absolute turn on knowing that, for one, like I, I derive pleasure from seeing my partner being pleasured and knowing I'm going to either get to see the pictures or I'm going to get to see a video or I'm going to come back and hear the stories. What an absolute turn on. So we touched on it on our last uh, episode yeah. that we were on where we were speaking to um, Mr. Valencia mm-hmm. and I asked him the question about if Holly is going out on a, on a date and he's commercially busy for the day, yes. what goes through his mind? What is the the visceral sensation that he experiences knowing that she is out on a, on a coffee yes, date yes, or yes. a drinks date with a single guy or a group of guys and he's stuck behind a desk knowing that the woman that he loves is for all intents and purposes being lusted after by a gentleman or a group of gentlemen and he, he answered the question, but I think he was a little bit reserved in his right. answer. But for me, it's, it's, and I make no bones about it. If Debbie is working for 
a day at a remote yep. location and she's got a hall pass. The idea that she is being romanced or being wooed by a potential suitor, it's not that she misleads him into thinking that she's a single female trying to pick up a single guy. Never. She explains to him, I'm married yes. and I have consent to play. Uh-huh. However, uh-huh. there is a requirement or an expectation from my significant other that there will be communication, yes. either in the form of text messages mm-hmm. or, or a photo, a or, photo a phone or a video or a video phone call. Huge turn on. Whether it happens or not is irrelevant. The fact that it might happen, the opportunity is such a turn on. Just the, 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 the chance that it could happen sitting there at my desk during my commercial day is such a turn on. So here's a question. Right? You're sitting at your desk on a commercial day and um, Mrs. Chisholm Debbie starts on a business trip and she sends a message out on SH. Lady looking for an MFM, not an MMF. Hold on. There's a big difference between That's the two. That's where I'm going, yeah. Yes. That's where I'm going. So, an MFM. Yes. So what we've what we've come to understand is that a lot of couples understand the the differences between the terminology. A lot of people, a lot of couples in the lifestyle. What about the vanillas? What about the people interested in going into yes. the lifestyle? Let's explain that to them. Vanillas, maybe not, but but to to our experience, a lot of single guys get caught up in the yes, whole I agree. the whole wave of what's I happening and completely agree. forget about the order of the, the letters yeah. and, and the order makes a huge yes, difference. The order so makes a difference. Single guys, if you agree to a MMF, you need to understand the placement of the the the, the, the letters. Is, yes. So two M's together next to a F means the two guys are happy being to play with each other, close to one yes, another, yes. and there's an expectation that there's going to be playing between yeah. the two yes. M's yeah. with the F, with the mm-hmm. F. Yes. As opposed to a MFM, a female in the middle of two males, yeah. where the males are going to be separated by the females. There's no expectation of play and the, between and the, the two is males. The most important, the, correct? The, the center of the interaction. Correct. Mm-hmm. And then you get a FFM, mm-hmm. where a single female yes. who is straight gets approached by a couple to say, "We're interested yep. in a FFM," and she's like. Oh, yes, please sign me up, mm-hmm. and doesn't realize that the order of the lettering is important in the lifestyle. Which means she's expected mm-hmm. to be FFM, able to there's an that. expectation yep. that she at least has some bar inclination. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, that there's going to be playing with both of the facets of the couple. Yes. That's the expectation, which is also important. That, that also goes to another point in the lifestyle, which is communication. So mm-hmm. if you are going to be meeting with a couple or a single, or if you're a single meeting with a couple, that you outline your preferences, your do's, your don'ts beforehand. Mm-hmm. So that you, at least before you go into that coffee meet or that, 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 uh, pre-drinks meet, if that mm-hmm. is your, your modus operandi, some couples don't do that. Some yes. couples <coughs> will chat briefly on WhatsApp and go straight to play. They at least understand and accept the rules of engagement. Mm-hmm. And the rules of engagement are important because you can, Ultimately, end up in a in a situation, <clears throat> excuse me, where four people are naked, and two of those four people have an expectation of what's going to happen that evening, mm. and two of them are completely oblivious, yes. where they've 
text it on Telegram or WhatsApp or SMS mm. um, that they're happy with uh, MFFM and the other couple is thinking that they are going to be doing a same room swap where the other couple is under the impression that it's going to be a male watching another male watching two females play, which mm. for all intents and purposes could be a MFFM. So th- there's a lot of... Um, so so there's also, again, a difference between an MFMF and an MFFM yeah. and an FMMF. And an MMFF. And, and what you're saying is ask if you don't know. Yeah. And I would like you to tell us a bit about a same room swap, please. What's the same room swap? Which variation? There's a lot of a right. lot of variations. Let's let's start at the beginning. So, a lot of newbie couples are yes. very nervous to, to to venture into the lifestyle because they don't know how they're going to feel about yes. seeing their partner with somebody else or um, somebody else looking at their mm-hmm. partner. So, um, there there's 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 hardcore swinging and there is soft swinging. Right. So if a lot of the newbies, we often say to them, if you are very new and nervous, yes. why don't you try the same room experience with another couple or another person where there's no interaction. So it's completely soft swing with no interaction. So before we go on, you've got to tell us what's a, what's a soft swing. I'll get there now. So um, we we would often say to them, if you're that nervous yep. about how you're going to feel with your partner interacting with somebody else, why yes. don't you why don't you um, rather have sex in the same room as another couple, but oh. there's no swapping. Okay. okay. So you have so sex with, with your partner. partner. Yes. And, and, and uh, exactly partner, right. And there's no there's no kissing, there's no touching, there's no oral. Okay, so so like, that, that is so, but a bit of same room to turn us exactly, on. Right. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but then there can also be soft swing, okay. which means there can be touching, there can be kissing, there can even be oral, but there's no penetration. Okay. okay. So okay. that is what is considered soft, soft swing. swing, right? And then there's also the hardcore swinging mm-hmm. where there's everything of that plus there's penetrative Penetration. sex. <laughs> yes. Now, um, for 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 a lot of swingers, there's there's also people like us. Yeah. So James and I, we do same room, mm-hmm. but full swap. Okay. So we are happy to swap partners. But you want to be in the same. But room. we like being in the same room because we're getting back to the compersion. Yes. We like watching okay. the other person receiving the pleasure. And I, and I suppose pleasure. there's also an mm-hmm. aspect of safety in there. You can see exactly what's going on. And you've got you've got the comfort of your partner being there with you. It could be a safety thing yes. as well. But, but there's then, also some couples that have that relationship where their sexuality is developed to that point where they have that security yes. that they don't need to be mm-hmm. in in the same room under yep. the same yep. roof. Yep. It, it goes to the whole um, polyamory yes, type yes, of yes, thing yes. where there's emotions involved. Some couples are into the idea and really, really get turned on by the fact that their couple, uh, that their significant other is on the other side of the premises in a different room, possibly in a different town at the same time yes. as their significant other is in a different room in a different town yes, yes, yes. with 
the significant other of, of a different yeah. couple. There's no hard and fast rules. What, what works for you works for you. If that is your dynamic, if you are that couple that have had vanilla sex for the last 75 years and you're <laughs> in your, yeah. in your, your dying throes and you have decided that after 55 years of being together, you want to experience somebody else by yourself in a different room, far away from your partner. And maybe feel embarrassed to do it in front of your partner. Go for it. If if it works for you, if it's safe, sane and consensual, if your partner is on board with it (coughs) and you've spoken it through and you understand the the ramifications of doing it and the um, implications of there possibly being jealousy issues, jealousy issues are a huge, huge Talking points and deterrent, yeah, in the lifestyle, where a lot of vanilla couples have spoken about getting into the lifestyle. So I don't want to say we've been blessed. Before before we continue, James, I just want to add on that um, I think most important, I don't know if we're discussing this or not, I cannot remember because uh, old age has gotten to me. So I think most important what we need to discuss is that we we know the terminologies, which is great, and we know the statistics. But if we don't discuss before, yes. and if we don't have an understanding, and we don't not not necessarily a negotiation, but there's no boundaries. If we don't set our boundaries for a first meet, a first play, or a second play, or a third play, it's not going to be successful. So most important, we've got to discuss. We have to have an open discussion. And and we've said it, I think we've said it in every season and as many episodes as possible, swinging does not fix a broken relationship, a broken marriage, a broken anything. It's not here to fix. It's here to enhance and and, and spice up up our very uh, vanilla lives or our very mundane or monotonous lives, you know. We touched what we on need it to earlier discuss. on. Yes. Human nature is such yes. that we are exploratory. Yes. So yes. we are curious yes. by nature. We invented light yes. bulbs because we were scared of the dark and we wanted to explore life after the sun went down. Um, we invented sailing ships because we were tired of our little island that we were living on and we wanted to see what was uh-huh. over the horizon. Yes. And swinging in the lifestyle and um, existence as couples is pretty much the same thing. Yes. I mean, a lot of couples, like the people back in the day, were happy on their island. Mm-hmm. They could live their whole life on the island, yep. not explore outside of that yes. of that boundary and be completely satisfied. But there were some explorers that wanted to know what lay beyond that. Yep. And it's the same with couples. Yep. A lot of couples are uh, curious and enamored at the idea of having sex with another person. Yep. They worried about the um, emotional impact it'll have on their significant other if they had to share that. Yeah. And I think that is the biggest stumbling block in the lifestyle is that initial conversation of my darling, I love you, but, and that but is a huge, huge stumbling block. I want to have sex with somebody else. James, I, I, I see you. But I need, to, I need to stop you right there. As much as it's an initial conversation, it needs to be an ongoing conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. because what we've decided on our initial conversation has changed and evolved as we've met new people and we've I'm spoken to new people. Yes. Conversation. yes. So I think a lot of the couples that we've spoken to, I, I touched on it just now. We, we blessed and cursed yes. with, with the fact that 
we get approached by a lot of newbie couples and we are happy to dispense advice and give them the benefit of the, of the, the pitfalls and the pitfalls that we've fallen into. But a lot of couples are curious but cautious. Yes. So that caution. Rightfully so. Exactly. Yes. And as you touched on, um, it, it can be an, an amazing adventure. Yep. Or it can be a frightful question. As you know, astronomical. A catastrophe. Catastrophe. Yes. So it depends on on where you are as a couple and how you approach the conversation. So yes. if it's one one half of the couple that is absolutely on board with it, not knowing how his or her significant other feels about it, it can either end up in in being an amazing adventure. Or it can it can result in a couple going Disaster, separate ways. Yeah. We we had a lot of couples that we felt on meeting for for a drinks date, having a play date. We felt that they were secure and you know a really solid solid couple to reach out to them three or four months later to find out that they were having a few issues. To only hear a year later that they had broken up, and those were couples that we felt were very secure in the lifestyle. Only to to hear later that. One half was not being completely honest with the other half. With the other half. And they were only doing it to please their partner. So, so, so yeah. to add on to that, I would like to say that as much as there's an initial conversation or a subsequent conversation, at any given time, it's okay to say no. Exactly. It's okay for us to change our minds at any time. We feel uncomfortable or we're not happy to proceed with what ever was discussed, regardless if there was a, a discussion and regardless if we had, uh, uh, you know, put in pen and paper, this is what we're going to do. If we at any time are uncomfortable, whether we are the male or the female of the couple, we need to say no and we need to speak up and we need to know it's okay to say no and it's okay to stop exactly. at yes. any given time where we feel uncomfortable for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, and that in that way, we're going to definitely safeguard. Or, 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 or guarantee a better pay for the next time, because that, we, we we're not gonna we're not gonna just you know um, take one for the team. T- that's another, that, yes, yes, yes. Take one for the we, team. We, 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 we will not take one for the team. Here we go. Take we one for the team. Yeah. Here we go. Take one for the team. Taking yeah. one for the uh-huh. team. Engaging in sexual activity with yeah. someone that you are not attracted to uh-huh. simply because your partner is eager to play with that person's partner. And Why? That happens a lot. It why? does, absolutely, absolutely does. Debbie, let me ask you, why do we not do that? Because this is an important one. Because there. it causes resentment. So exactly. We Every meet time. a couple and the wife is gorgeous and well, the, the guy is the guy is maybe, you know, he didn't look after himself, mm. he didn't use sunscreen, he drinks too many beers mm-hmm. and he's you know, he's just not very attractive. And I mean, somebody else might find him attractive, yes. but he doesn't do it for me. But Ken is gaga about the lady. And again, he is absolutely. Exactly. Yes. So I then decide, okay, well, you know what? He is so, he's, he, you know, he really, really, really wants to be with the lady. And, um, mm. So I give in and we, we end up having, you know, a play date with the couple. And, um, you know, I'm not happy with it because I'm mm. not attracted to the person. I'm not having fun. And the next day, you know, he, he, you know, he would tell me how much fun he had and how sexy the lady was. And I'm like, 
not on the same page. And I'm thinking, I, oh my God, know, did it, I really have to I, that? I, I did this for you, but I'm not happy. And that causes a problem for yes. me because obviously yes. then I start feeling insecure about yes. us because mm. I feel that Debbie has taken one for the team. Mm. And I then, I'm on the back foot thinking, holy shit, you know, this is not right. This shouldn't have happened. Mm. And that and then and causes a problem that only last for a day or two. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And we could have resolved it all yes. just by being completely honest at the outset. So we have a, mechanism that we've employed where we have like a safe word mm. a safe phrase during a meeting with a couple mm. where if for any reason yeah so uh, this is at the initials yeah, initial well, drinks meeting where we're meeting somebody new for, for and debbie will say time. something about the weather that day or something about our dog and it's arranged it's pre-arranged where we get there and if she's not feeling the vibe she'll mention the, the, the phrase and i'll know if she's not happy so it doesn't matter what I feel about the wife or the reverse is true. It doesn't matter what she's feeling about the husband. If I mention that phrase, it's a no. And it's a hard no. And There's we no cut him short and go home. Can I ask, right, um, when this happens, the person that was going to get the hottie, <laughs> does that not cause resentment other way around? It does. But you talk about it. Rather talk about that situation as mm. opposed to a lost opportunity mm. than having that whole yeah. resentment. resentment issue. The resentment of losing an opportunity versus the resentment of taking one for the team is chalk and cheese. So you laughing, James. So I'm assuming it normally goes the other way around. There's a lot of hotties and noddies that I've realized in the lifestyle, right? So sometimes it's difficult for, like, the lady or the wife in the relationship to take one for the team. But in essence, it should be both way around. It should right? be in an ideal world. But the reality is, the, the I don't know about other demographics and I don't know about other countries, but where we find ourselves in South Africa, the reality is the ladies look after themselves a hell of a lot more than the guys do. Yes. There's a lot more facial creams being sold in clicks to ladies and guys. So by a factor of, I would imagine, 80 to 20, the, the ladies have looked after themselves a lot more than the guys. Mm. I lavish myself with, with night cream every night <laughs> for this purpose. Only because I force you to. Only because. <laughs> James, and the, you know what the reality is? The reality is is that we want to see our partner happy. Happy. Yes. Yeah. That's the reality. But, Regardless and, of the face creams. But we want to see our partners happy. And that is why sometimes we take one for the team when we should not be. Because we are human and we are, we are afraid of the repercussions because we have not discussed in advance what would happen if we were to say no. Open dialogue. So exactly. imagine you exactly. go, you go exactly. through with exactly. that. You can forgive your partner for that yes. indiscretion, but forgiving yourself is something that you're going to harbor. Exactly. If somebody Correct. forgives you, that's fine. Yes. You, you get forgiveness. But forgiveness of yourself yes. is a huge thing. So if, if Debbie were to take one from the team and we were to have, a, uh, on my part, an amazing play date, and the next morning I could see she was upset about the evening. 
I wouldn't live with myself. It, it would be exactly. something that would, would stick so, in my crop so, for a long so time. So in essence, what we're saying is... Because it's, it's, it's not like, mutually beneficial. Yes. Exactly. And it's better so to it's have not going to bring no, us together as a couple. It's better mm. to have said no in the heat of the moment than have regrets later on that lingers with us. That, that's saying that no lingers with in us. the heat of the moment is yes. a five-hour, seven-hour yeah. issue as opposed to saying yes and having the regret, the regret after, which well, is yes. a, 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 a week. Month, month, a yes, year. Exactly, exactly. It's a conversation it, that comes up often. And it can affect your future yes, interactions yes, with exactly, other couples exactly. and, and, and swinging partners. So in essence, what we're saying and what, we, we, what we're trying to explain here communication. is communication is key, mm-hmm. obviously. Negotiation before any kind of play is key. And also not take one for the team. Well, I, I disagree. Not, not negotiation. Compromising and rules setting your boundaries yes. Yes. for well, you as a customer. Yeah. Uh, but as swinging as a, as a, has got to be mutually couple. beneficial, yes. otherwise you're yes. wasting your yes. time. Yes. Am I right? At the Absolutely. end of the day, the relationship is what counts. Mm. So if, if whatever you do doesn't add value to the relationship, it's not worth pursuing. Yes. You can have, in some cases, five minutes of pleasure. In some extraordinary cases, five hours of pleasure, yeah. and if you're really lucky, it's a very high, fifteen hours of pleasure. <laughs> we've done that. We've, yeah. we've had whole day play dates. But conversely, you can have a three minute play date that can cause months of ruptures. Yes, it's just not worth yes. it. Mm. Rather, no, rather walk away. Just you need to you need to lean on, lean on and in the favor of the relationship. If it doesn't feel right, rather walk away. Yep. When in doubt, yeah. opt out. The relationship is the most important exactly. thing. So, I, so, I, uh, so my, my, my saying is doubt means no. Yes. yes. Doubt, doubt means no. Absolutely, absolutely. I've, I've said it for, for years and years and years. Doubt means no. And that goes to another point that we haven't even touched on, which yeah. is women's intuition. Yes. If they, if, and gentlemen, ladies, couples, if the lady is leading with a no, Chances are, it's the right choice. Uh-huh. That's why they had the ladies rule right in the beginning, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, Bella and I spoke about it just like that. Guys day. will, guys, no disrespect, but guys are horn dogs. They will, for all <laughs> intents and purposes, shag anything with a pulse. <laughs> Where really? ladies are a little bit I'm, more I'm discerning. I'm ones that don't have a pulse too, so you need to rephrase. You need to rephrase. Necrophilia will come up and it's a boob. We're not going there. For tonight, necrophilia <laughs> is illegal in South Africa. It we is. Allowed to well, it, should, it should be illegal everywhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> but for the purposes of this discussion, ladies' rules apply for a reason. Yes. They exist mm. for a reason. Guys will, by their nature, go for just about any. With a pulse. Yeah. Where Up ladies, until this point, I didn't realize it, it makes just, so much sense. It I'm putting so my pulse against the doof, the doof. Where ladies are a lot more discern- yes. discerning, they yeah. they are turned on by a presence, by a scent. They are visual time. and emotional. Yes. There's a visceral yeah. connection that needs to happen. There's so, more. Um, there's more. What is that? Uh, there's more sapiosexual yes. amongst Listen, ladies. Listen, we don't think without dicks. Plain and simple English. In a couple <laughs> in a couple format. If two ladies agree that there's some type of connection, the guys are gonna go for it. Mm. It's happening. If the two ladies agree this is happening, it is definitely happening. 
in a couple scenario, if the two guys agree this is happening, the 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 two guys are going to the car, the ladies are going home. Yeah. That's just how the demographics work. Mm. If if it was if the roles were reversed, it would be a completely different scenario. Worlds would be different. Wars would be fought for completely different reasons. Mm. The, the, or not the, at all. The fact of the matter is, ladies rule. Mm. If the lady is happy, things are going to progress smoothly. Things are going to happen on a on an even keel. Everything is going to work out well. Guys need to come on board with it. Guys need to understand that happy wife equals happy life. Happy life, yeah. Devilish, yeah. I mean, this has been an informative show, right? Yes, absolutely. This has been not done. You've got 75 <laughs> more terminologies that we researched. I didn't do this for nothing. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> we need a part two. <laughs> we need a fixing, stag, separate play, same room, polyamory, movie, <laughs> MFM, house party. Hot wifey, posting, full spot, FFM. He's just going to list all of them. Just Consent, bisexual, bi-curious, bi-comfortable, BDSM, airtight, bareback, dragon, bull. Sorry. Are you done? I'm done. You must meet and greet. I say I'm the... You meet and greet queen. I'm the meet and greet queen. I love throwing a meet and greet. Why not? Why haven't you attended one of my meet and greets? I normally go with Nish just to share parties. We host parties for Ferris. I told you. Yes, I know. This loud. I know. I've so seen debauchery. Like a, like a very big meet and greet once a month. So, so, so can I just add in there because I love um, I love me a good meet and greet. The best place to start, I think, for a newbie or a vanilla, is a meet and greet. A very vanilla meet and greet that's usually held in a very public space, so you are able to leave. We can leave at any time. Or you can stay on. Um, you know, you're meeting people just to see how the vibe is and whatever else. Please look out for your local meet and greets and, and join them. How do people know about them? Where do they find we, them? We advertise. So I love me swinging heaven, you know. I'm such an advocate for swinging heaven. Can you give the ad? Can you give the Can you give the ad? Swingers heaven. Swinging heaven. Swinging heaven. Swinging heaven. Swingers heaven. No swinging swing, heaven. Okay, why don't you give us that? <laughs> www.swingingheaven.co.za. Guys, it's simple. Google swinging heaven. You'll get to there. Um, check out their party oh, pages. You know what? Just come to www.councilofantasy.co.za. Because then you then you'll find Lola, you'll find Devilish, yes. you'll find Chisholm, and we can direct yes. you into the. You know. And 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 we will we will introduce you to um the swinging lifestyle. On the lifestyle is good. Here we go. In a well, what's what what is consensual? In a consensual non-monogamy. Sane. 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 Consensual. consensual. I, like I don't know, I don't know about sane. I don't know that that's no, no, that's no. to be decided. Say sane and sober. If you listen to Wednesday night, say sane and sober. Consensual. I don't know about saying. I'll be really sane. <laughs> I normally add a legal day as well, but you know. <laughs> I love that it. Rules out the whole taboo. <laughs> Listen, okay. Bella, we need to we, we need to we need to give up our ad our email addresses if there's any uh, questions or concerns or or 
anything that the that, that our listeners would like to uh, reach out to us with? What is our email addresses? Email address is info at uh, live. But before we get to that, we are about to cut, be cut off. We're going to be talking about non-monogamous relationship facets in the second or in the first um, spin-off season of Lola's Lessons. Lola's Lessons have two spin-off seasons. One is called Kinky Classes. The second one is called Lifestyle Lectureship. And um, we are going to be cut off in the next 30 seconds. So let's wait for Bye. the cut off. And then we're going to restart this group. So don't go anywhere. You'll get a notification as soon as we cut off. And then we'll just restart this whole show. Let's wait for it to cut in and then continue with this. Because this has been a really, really long episode, hasn't it? Again. Okay. Like 15, 15 minutes. Really, it has? Yes. Listen, I've had like 15 vodka and um, pine nuts in between. Mark's still on. Mark's still on, yes. <laughs> still waiting for it to cut. Okay, but while we're waiting for it to cut, um, let's go to what you guys can expect. We are back with the second half of Secrets of Historical Swinging Part 2. Um, they've all left me alone, so I'm just sitting here. In the middle of two sims, we are here. Lovely lounge. Thank you very much, Mr. Tusim, for my drink refill. Um, and I'm waiting for the room to slowly refill. Whilst it refills, I'm going to be telling the listeners about, oh goodness gracious, we've got 856 live people listening. Amazing. Absolutely, uh, again, uh, uh, absolutely, absolute record. So, if you aren't, a, if you aren't a swinger and you fall in love with your partner, then my baby, you are probably poly. And that's what we are going to be covering next week. What is polyamorous? What is polygamous? What does it mean to have a poly fetish? Come and listen next week. We are interviewing Mr. Black Dragon from the COF and you guys will be able to find out exactly what it means to be polyamorous, polygamous and everything that is somewhat air in between. The week after that, slow and steady to be swinging ready because to be swinging ready isn't fast and furious, honey. You need to take your time. You need to be steady. You need to consider all of your variables and you need to consider your partner. How do we do that? Come and learn on episode or lesson three of Lola's Lifestyle Lectures. Lesson four, we're going to be doing doing right versus getting it done. And Mr. and Mrs. Tusim will be, be joining us for that one again. Right. Because, babies, it's, there's a big difference between doing it right and getting done. If you're getting done, it doesn't necessarily mean you're doing swinging rights. And we don't want you guys to be divorced within the first year of being swinging ready. Right? Right. After that, we're doing a site, a site to swing. In other words, where do you find your swinging socials? Come and listen on Lola's Lifestyle Lectures, Episode 6. Episode 7, we're going, to do be, we're going to be doing meeting versus mingling. Is it better to be cozy or is it better to be out clubbing? Come and find out. 
the last and final episode in this rendition of Lola's Lessons is going to be Judgment, Jurisdiction, Jealousy, Factual Fantasy. Is your fantasy as factual as the actual reality of being a swinger? Are you cut out to be sharing your wife or husband? Come and find out as we have explained this enormously exciting and very much alluring relationship facets of swapping your partners to you guys. But is it really as amazing as it sounds? And is it meant for you and your partner? Come and find out. Don't miss an episode. We'll be back next week, same time, same place, Saturday night, 9 o'clock. Not same place. No, no, no. We busy. So yeah, see. Is this lounge going to be occupied? No, we will no, be we doing don't stuff. Yet. You guys, you doing stuff. Where are we going? PFC. PFC. Oh, PFC. Yeah. Guys, also, if you haven't heard about PFC, also, have you been living under a rock? Next week will be PFC. You can't go, Swinger. Devilish. Why not? Why not? Because she's she broadcasting with me. <laughs> <laughs> There's a place for you to broadcast Thank from. you. I really. Thank you. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Are you guys now stealing my co-host? Because no, it's no, no, no. saying that you can broadcast from there. I go to every PFC, but it's not to say she can. Can we go? Of course she's welcome. <laughs> can we go to PFC together? Sexy unicorns are always welcome. <laughs> she's not a unicorn. She, she has a play unicorn. <laughs> not yet. No. Okay. Are you going to swing Fuck back around? Are you buying any new shoes? Am I buying you new shoes? Yeah. I'll Speaking go to buy shoes. new shoes. Listen, she hasn't, even, she, has, she hasn't even been sitting on any laps. Now we're talking about shoes. <laughs> Guys, if you love the show, give us a like, give us a follow. It's going to be Devilish on X, Devilish Diva on X or Lady Lola. Give us a like, give us a follow. Please remember to tune in every Wednesday night at 9 o'clock, every Friday night at 9 o'clock, and every Saturday night, 9 o'clock. Wednesday night, you're going to find Lola and Miss Kitten discovering the beauties of BDSM. Friday night, it's going to be sex education with Lola and the gorgeous queen of pleasure herself, Miss Carmen Ellie. And then obviously, Saturday night, you're going to find Lola and the sultry swinger, devilish herself, doing lifestyle lectureships. Don't miss out on any of it. If you want to enhance your intimate relationship and if you want to make sure that you and your partner stay together forever, baby, don't miss any of the shows. We've got it there for a reason. Happily. Happily forever. Does that make a difference? Happily, not? Happily is the most important thing. I mean. What else counts? Nothing. Chocolate. (laughs) Chocolate and vodka. Chocolate and what? Can I have another one? And on that live note, lustful listeners, we love the lots of you. Good night. Good night.
now who 